0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 300 Part Podcast. This is a golf podcast where... Little white ball is life. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by my co-host, T-Bone, right now. T-Bone, what's going on, my man?
1: Chilling, bro. We Happy don't know here. where
0: KJ is. Nope. He's have... on MIA, at least right now, at the time of this report.
1: Yep. We all uh, agreed on a time to get going, and um, we don't know where he is.
0: He might be on a work call. There's a very strong possibility of that happening. So we generally do this right after work hours. And sometimes, you know, stuff comes up. So if he just like randomly jumps in for the listenership out there, that is why hopefully he'll join us. Hopefully we'll hear from him. I don't know. It's really TBD. He'll be, he'll be assessed a two-stroke penalty. Oh, definitely. Or you DQ'd. I, let's give him like five or ten more minutes, and if he doesn't, okay. he's officially DQ'd. But for every okay. two shot penalty as well. Okay, yeah, I'm for this rule, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and T Bone's also rocking. If you're here on YouTube, T Bone's rocking the Ten Cup background on YouTube. Wow. Yep.
1: Well done. So sir. had a little Happy Gilmore last week. Ten Cup this week. This might be my new thing. So. Golf background, golf movie backgrounds. We'll see where it goes. I'm here uh, for it,
0: man. I I do kind
1: of look like a hologram right now with it, but (laughs) hey, it looks pretty cool.
0: So if you're not watching on YouTube, that is a good plug to go check out our YouTube channel. I don't even know if it's a URL. Just type in three on the par. We'll pop up. We've been fairly active on YouTube since I would say January, March-ish. or Mm -hmm. Yeah, January, February. That's kind of when we started uploading more videos, and really it's just kind of started off recording our podcast. And obviously with the COVID pandemic, we've been doing this on Zoom, so uploading it on Zoom. And recently, uploading some more videos of myself playing golf. We were just talking offline. T-Bone's probably gonna join in on that pretty soon. Uh, So go check out those videos. I'm gonna put them right there. It is the 18-hole challenge, that's what I'm calling it. How I do on the 18th hole. Again, the first time, at Eagle Vale, dropped a solid double bogey, like par five. That was tough. But then the last one on Eagle Ranch uh, did a par, so that was pretty good. I got one more dropping this Friday. It's at Cordillera, the Club of Cordillera Mountain Course, and that course is spectacular. It's one of those, like, once-in-a-lifetime type courses. Like, I don't think I'll ever get on those that type of course again. So, of course, we had to record some content and distribute it out to the listenership out there. So, go check out those videos if you can.
1: I will say the 18-hole challenge, the fact that you started off with a double bogey on the first video, that shows you're an honest guy. (laughs) You know, we're providing legit, real content here. This isn't – what you see is what you get.
0: We're keeping it real. This ain't no, like, sports center talk show. We're not just making up opinions. We're not making (laughs) up stuff for you. This is authentic. Real stuff, we just got a text from Kyle. Let's see what he says. yeah, he was on a call, and he yeah, let me text him real quick. yeah, jump, jump on. so, so hopefully Kyle will join us in. <laughs> yep, yeah, two shot penalty, but I think he made it. correct. um,
1: so Scott, I think the first thing we gotta talk about is something I've never seen on a golf course my whole life we're just talking about it it was freaking awesome dude took a boat to go hit his golf shot
0: set up the scenario for those who didn't see it because it was one of the more like outrageous things that i've seen
1: i know i just wanted to get that out there so people know what i just said the really, dude he hit a golf ball from an island so anyways there's a european <laughs> tour event this weekend it's called the hero tournament or something i'm not sure but this golfer named Joe Showholm, Joel Showholm, nice. that's hard to say, he uh, he hit his approach shot onto an island. That was, I mean, it, it sounds horrible, but it was, you know, it's probably 10 yards, 20 yards off a line. And he apparently knew about the island and Lee Westwood had hit it onto this island in the past, but I don't think anyone has ever actually gone to it. And he he saw that his ball was on the island. And somehow there's a boat right by the
0: island. A freaking so, boat. A no, no, no. I think, I think they had to call in the boat. I think he specifically asked for the boat, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Okay. Well, when the video that I saw when he pulls up, there's a boat with a – and I say boat. It's a, a shell of a raft. It's like, like a plastic – it's like a paddleboard raft and he's so him and his caddy are throwing like three wedges onto the, onto the boat. And then he starts pulling this rope towards the Island and he gets on the Island. The other thing that was weird, he pulled up his his pants, but he was wearing socks that were like up to his knee. So I was very thrown off by that. Oh but he God. gets off the boat and he throws five different wedges onto the Island successfully gets off the boat, doesn't fall in the water, and he finds his ball and there's these two massive sponsor signs. So then he's moving sponsor signs and all this, chips it over the green, um, gets back in the boat, gets out of the boat and walks up and makes his bogey. It could have
0: been worse. It sounds like bogey was the best possible outcome.
1: Yeah. So I mean, he probably could have dropped and made bogey pretty easily, but the fact that you took a boat to go hit your golf ball off an island, that's something I've never heard of in my life. And the fact that you could say you did that is 100% worth it. And his quote actually at the end of it was, that was the most fun I had all week. So
0: <laughs> I respect pr- that. It kind of reminded me and- of, you know, at TPC Sawgrass on sixteen, seventeen. 17, not only is 17 an island oh, yeah, green, yeah. there is like that little plop of like a tree in the middle of that lake. And that would be like if somebody shanked it on TF17 at Sawgrass and they had a paddle board, like a paddle boat that was waiting for him. And he made bogey from there. Like, that would be an all time moment.
1: Could you imagine hitting from an island basically to another island, though? That would be <laughs> unbelievable. This one, he at least had a swing, but. Um, Some island living. Yeah. was good stuff. I'd never seen that.
0: Right off the bat, you know, it's not like. JT and Brooks were headlining this week at a WGC. We lead off with Island Talk here at the car. <laughs> so, we appreciate y'all listening <laughs> to the listenership out there. And we are joined by KJ. What's up, boys? Oh, he's connected to the audio. Sub, dude.
2: Where's the video?
0: Where's the video? I don't
2: know. Do you I have your know. switch?
0: Do you have your switch on again? <laughs> Do you have the cover on?
2: very hey
0: (laughs) (laughs) kj's coming in hot kj we've been recording here for about six or seven minutes so glad you can join we almost give you the dq though we just assessed you a four shot penalty
2: oh man that's all right at least i'm not canceled (laughs) i didn't get the old t-bone canceled you look amazing right now it's been a long day long weekend lots of golf yesterday and then uh conference call this morning and had to rush out to uh, Kingwood. so it was, it's been a long day. That is a day. Well, you look
0: fantastic. Again, for those just listening, <laughs> KJ's got the backwards hat, ping backwards hat fitted, and he's got the shades on. It is after 5 o'clock on a Monday, and he's inside rocking the shades. I don't even know what T-Bone's doing right now. I can't even see him. Oh, wow, I disappeared. Absorbed, he's being absorbed by Roy McAvoy at... <laughs> You have a phenomenal
2: background from Tebow. Thank you, sir. That's coming to thing.' Yeah, I guess we're going to have to get a new one every week. It's
0: so okay, Jay, since you just joined. Tebow is just filling in on the individual at the Hero Challenge. I forgot his name already. I apologize. He he got in the boat and he paddled to an island to hit his next scoff shot. It was awesome. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was, really? we there was, get, there was an all timer It was an all timer that's nice. So this is going to force KJ to actually go back and listen to the episode now <laughs> so he can go get that low down. <laughs> but since we're here, full crew back, whole three under par squad crew. Let's talk some WGC. So WGC, and then we're let's preview the PGA Championship because first time in over a year a majors back on the golf scene. I'm pumped. I know y'all are excited too. But before we do that, let's talk some WGC, FedEx, whatever, the St. Jude Invitational, that really long name. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson coming down the pipeline. JT comes out on top. KJ, since you just joined us, what were your thoughts on the tournament from this week?
2: You know, I actually saw a lot of good golf. Um, one thing that stuck out to me is that break JT had on 13. He hit the ball on the side of the hole that nobody in the entire tournament hit it on uh, ends up, you know, ended up to 10, 12 feet, making birdie. You know, as good as these guys are, you know, it seems like, I'm not going to say every tournament, because you do have tournaments where people just blow people away, but it seems like almost every tournament a winner has some kind of break where that kind of light bulb comes on. You go, you know, you, to win – this day and age, you've got to have some kind of break. It's still golf, you know? Yep. And just right then, I was like, it's it's his week. It's his week. Everything's going well. He's got everything going his way. And something like that happens. It's just, like, kind of cherry on top. Like, there's not much, you know, it's fate. He's going to win. It's um, fate.
0: That's a good way to put it.
2: Yeah. It's his moment. The, it's his time. Next thing is, but boy, Daniel Berger has been playing – some consistent golf has he not like he's been in the top 10 i feel like almost every week i feel like i've heard his name every single week um since golf's kind of been back so that's good to see
0: i mean i know they don't do the technically comeback player of the year for the PJ <laughs> tour anymore unless it comes back which would be awesome i saw a lot of funny tweets about that but daniel berger's got to be up there i you know people are talking about brendan todd a lot and deservedly so. Daniel Berger, I think at least has to be in the conversation because, like you said, KJ, he was on the Corn Ferry Tour like last year, two years ago, after being PJ Tour Rookie of the Year a few years back. So he's like he's at the he was at a high point, had some struggles, and has come back. And the way that I think we thought Jordan Spieth was going to come back, and it's been Daniel Berger, it's been a really nice surprise.
2: Yeah, he was he's almost on that. Uh on that trajectory of, I hate to say it, but a a Smiley Kaufman kind of poofing out type deal, you know? Yeah, but that, and you mentioned Brandon Todd. Did you see in the first three rounds, he had almost hold 400 feet of putts? In the first three, not the entire tournament, first three rounds. It's a lot.
0: That's a lot. obnoxious.
2: We got 153 feet of putts on Friday, which is just – what? It's obnoxious.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I guess before we do that, T-Bone, what were your thoughts on the tournament this week?
1: JT's really good. And I, we're back.
0: so so. <laughs> and I, scene. Okay.
1: I mean, that's kind of all I need to say. When I was watching him play, I was thinking more and more of the a take that Scotty T had probably over a year ago, and it was that, JT was going to have a better career than Speeth. I think that's still tough to do, but he is well on his way. When you look at the the fastest to 13 wins and him only being behind Tiger and Jack, it just that's not really a, a fluke. So, the guy's freaking good. Um I absolutely loved watching this tournament on Sunday having Brooks and JT going at it. Um, I also thought it was hilarious that John Rahm was number one in the world for a week and a half now. Um,
0: disappeared. it's like the, the Homer Simpson or the Simpson where yeah. the guy just puts on the hat, walks in and just walks right back out.
1: <laughs> yep. hundred <laughs> percent. So I thought that was funny. Um, watching JT or, uh, Brooks finish was pretty, uh, a roller coaster of emotions to say the least. The, the. The, it was like choke, clutch, choke. So on 16, he's got, I don't know, 40 yards into the green with the one of the most difficult chip shots I've ever seen. I, I think he put himself in pretty bad position hitting a three wood from 285. But uh, ends up making bogey from there. Then he holes out from just barely off the green for birdie on 17. And you think this is going to be, you know, Brooks being Brooks. He just plunks it right in the water. I was like, Shit, I mean, I, I wanted this to be, you know, it it, was, it had the making to be a pretty awesome finish. Still a great tournament, but, uh, I was yeah, kind of a choke, clutch, choke finish by by Brooks
2: there. Yeah, I saw on Instagram that 18th hole double bogey cost him four hundred fifty five thousand dollars, half a million dollars almost, for one hole.
0: Yeah, because that put him in a Four-way tie for second instead of a solo second. So, Bogey, yeah, Bogey would have put him oh. in the second. Gosh. That's tough. I mean, pretty but, good I payday mean, for Justin Thomas, 1.8 mil. Not bad.
1: Pretty yeah. nice payday for Bones. You hop on the bag for one week and get 10%, get the hell out.
0: That's, that's yeah. how you live. Man, that was a pretty good pairing with Justin Thomas because he was with Phil Mickelson and longtime caddy Bones Mackay is now on the other person's bag. Okay, did I get this right? Did I hear this correct? Has Phil Mickelson ever been number one in the world? No. you all know this?
1: He hasn't. What?
0: Really? That, I heard that, and I was like, somebody's lying to me. Like, that's the internet being the internet. No chance. Phil Mickelson has never been number one in the world because somebody, I forgot who it was, was like, hey, Bones Mackay, he's on the back for finally a number one player in the world. <laughs> wow. I mean, it sucks Brutal. that Phil Mickelson, who has six major championships under his belt, never number one in the world because of a man named Tiger, who just dominated that. I think, on a side note, that shows how good v j was playing at one point, considering he got to that number one spot, and Phil never did. But that's neither here nor there.
1: David Duvall
0: even made it, I believe. Yeah. He did. He did. I think Lee Westwood did. Luke Donald did. You're telling me Luke Donald was number one in the world, and Phil Mickelson wasn't? Get get, here. get dude, out of here, dude. That's hard to
2: that's hard to swallow.
0: Yeah, goodness. Well, JT. Yeah, my take is I think Justin Thomas is going to have a better career than Jordan Spieth at the end when it's all said and done. And dude, every time JT plays, I tweeted this out. I think he's the best player in the world. He, I think he's going to win every single time he plays because that guy just. He's a stick. He's so good. And then I know, like, coming down towards the stretch, he was getting a little wayward with the driver, but he was missing it in the places where you know you can miss. And having bones on the bag I think definitely helped because he's able to help him think through shots. KJ, you're right. His break on 13 was outrageous. And then even again on 16, when he hit that tree, he was able to get in that, in that first cut, and that's why he was able to spin it. I mean, T-Bone, to your point about 16, that was the game changer in my opinion. Brooks and Justin Thomas are pretty much the same places. Brooks is a little bit closer, so he can't spin it. And JT's in that first cut, so he can get under it a little bit. He spins it and hits it to about two feet. You think, okay, it's these pros. Like, they do that. It's what they do. And then JT makes birdie. Brooks is, hits the, pretty much the exact same shot. It just doesn't check up, and it rolls down that back end of the green. All yeah, the way Brooks, almost, the told Brooks yes. almost told that. Brooks almost told that chip, And he ends up making bogey. Like yeah. that's the difference of the tournament right there. Now I know we made that long putt on 17, and you're right, he made it interesting. I thought we were potentially going to a playoff, but JT was nails coming down the stretch, and he goes up and down on 18. And then Brooks, like, just I don't know if he was trying to be too aggressive on that tee shot. Either way, knocked it in the water. Uh, I think JT. I think he's mentally strong. Like you said, third fastest ever. 13 wins on the PJ Tour behind Jack and Tiger. That's a pretty damn good company right there. And it's just – I think he's going to win all those majors. I think it's only a matter of time. He's only 26 years old. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I don't talk so, about JT. He might be the best player of this generation. All due respect to the other players, but I think he's a killer instinct. I, I'm all – JT, I, he could get – nine ten majors when it's all said and done like i don't think anybody's gonna catch uh tiger or jack because the talent pool is too good but jt man
2: he's gonna be
0: he's gonna be up there
2: so when when you look at this i mean kind of brings in the question i know you said that take was he's gonna have a better career than jordan and yes i agree with that but you gotta think brooks is so far ahead in majors even though I do feel like Justin Thomas, when he, him and Rory kind of have that, when they have their A stuff, I don't think anybody's going to beat him, right? And Brooks has his, you know, I'm he's just weird. there's yep. nothing but majors. And he's looking pretty good going into next week. So, but as good as JT is when he has his A stuff, do you think he's going to catch Brooks Kepka in total majors? Yes, I do. I do because... I don't know why. I just think
0: that – I think Brooks doesn't care enough, to be honest. I know it sounds weird to say, but there's something to it that Brooks has more major wins than PGA Tour wins right now, which is wild. Like, that makes no sense. Okay, he shows up for the majors. That's And at the end of the day, I get it. That's what it's all about. But JT, I think I, – I think he just likes golf more, and I think that's just going to translate to more major wins when, when it's over a 20-year career.
1: I still think he's got a pretty good head start on him, though, you know? So, I think to take both sides, each of your guys' sides, I think one way to, you know, Scott's side, JT is just dominating for years now, consistently dominating. But at the same time, even catching Spieth in majors at this point is hard. Even if you're JT, even if you're the best player in the world, winning two more majors, that is difficult. And that could – that could take years. It could be by the end of this year, it could be in fifteen years.
0: Who knows if I mean Tiger Woods went fourteen years without a major?
2: Eleven.
0: 11. Two thousand eight to twenty nineteen. T Bone's yep. not good with math or geography. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or you can pull up Brooks Kepka and
1: win like three out of four on the calendar, you know. Yeah, so I think it's so <laughs> up in the air with majors that I can really see it going either
0: way with JT, but. I mean, you also got to remember JT, I think they probably came on tour about the same time, but Brooks, if I'm not mistaken, is 30 years old. JT's 26. Like, I think he's going to have more years to play, just purely based off that. And the fact that he already has a major win, and that was, what, I think two years ago now, so. He's, I think, he's about due for another major. He's probably he's the betting favorite right now for the PGA Championship. I don't know if he'll win this week because it's hard to win a back-to-back weeks, especially going from. So, of course, like so this takes
1: me to my next point. So, I looked at the odds. Okay, Brooks and JT are both ten to one favorites. So, it's a Brooks threepeat or a JT back-to-back weeks repeat. Both of those seem completely impossible.
2: I I think Brooks is, has, been, a three-peat? I think he has better odds than JT going back to back even though it's That'd so be a easy That we have threepeat to, for a PGA championships, right? It's just so easy for somebody to say, "Oh, this guy's the best player I've ever seen play right after he wins," right? Because it's yep. all Okay? Yep. The guy's hot and yeah this yeah. This was, was Bryson nice this was Bryson 3 or 4 weeks ago. Dude, I just feel like all Brooks did this week is just tease us a little bit. He just teased us just a little bit.
0: He I will put the say ball I, on the
2: tee, and next week he's going to step up and hit bombs. I did love Brooks. Just
0: put a bow on the WGC. A couple things. I do feel oh. bad for, uh, for Brendan Todd. Comes out with a final round 75. He was up there at Travelers a couple weeks ago and couldn't get it done. We thought maybe he learned from that experience. Just couldn't get it done. But, again, probably going to be the, quote, unquote, comeback player of the year, even though it doesn't exist. Uh, the PGA Tour. Uh, Phil Mickelson, bogey-free, 67. You know, people love betting on Phil when come major championships. Uh, Tom Lewis dropped to 61 on Saturday. That was pretty awesome. He was right in the mix. And Daniel Berger, Shoffley, Jason Day, Shane Lowry, they got zero coverage time. They all finished in the top 10 as well. So they're trending. Uh, I mean, overall, good week for WGC Memphis. Uh, congrats so, to Jeff Thomas, world number one.
1: So, Scotty T, before we wrap up on this tournament, jump to the PGA Championship. Oh, we got to talk Brooke. the most important thing of the tournament. Correct. Yes, this has got to fall under golf. costs if this is one of the best things I've seen in pro golf, it was fantastic. So on Thursday, uh, Bryson had hit a drive into the trees and was taking a stance and was claiming something along the lines of an animal burrowing and fire ants. So he again calls over the <laughs> rules official. And at first it almost seemed like he didn't know which route he wanted to take. He said, you know, something's burrowing here. There's an animal burrowing." And then it was, you oh, there's fire ants right here. And, and the guy was like, you know, I'm not really seeing any. And he goes, yeah, they, they were here earlier. And then he goes, Oh, there, there's a fire ant there. And i be watching this was one of the most cringeworthy things I've ever seen, but Bryson kind of accepted the ruling in the bitchiest way. It was, it was kind I'll of like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll let this
0: go, but it um, doesn't I guess help if, when he berated the rules official last week too, saying, yeah. I don't believe you bring in like, this is a pattern of hit or a history of it's a pattern yeah. of behavior. That's just, not
1: good. Back-to-back weeks with rule uh, minor arguments with the rules official is pretty incredible. So it's absolutely shit on for this. Doesn't get the drop. And fast forward to Friday or Saturday, I'm not sure. But Brooks is in the trees, hits his drive into the trees, and he's stepping up to the ball. <laughs> and he mentions to his caddy, hey, I think I see an ant. And the caddy kind of walks over and he's looking down at this ball and he's like, no, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking a drop from an ant. So that was incredible. I absolutely loved it. It. Every time I think I don't like Brooks Kepka, I just absolutely love him.
2: I, I, I saw that. I saw what he did there. And I had no idea it was a shot at Bryson. I, I didn't see that Thursday. So that makes that even funnier, <laughs> like it's, on national television, and you know everybody's watching. You no, know the oh sport's yeah. really on, and he's taking shots at Bryson. I love it.
0: It's no secret they already don't like each other. Like that's a pretty well documented thing at this point. Who do you think would win in a fight? Especially now that Bryson is all bulked up. I mean, we know Brooks. We joke he looks like an NFL linebacker. Who do you think would win in a like
2: a MMA WWE fight? Like in Brooks all day. I don't know. That's that's a great question because you could not have two more different, like, personalities. You put two, you know, <laughs> jacked athletes in the octagon, and Show one is, he has been sitting there watching film over every move that Brooks has made trying to see <laughs> if there's any scientific way he can uh. break break his movements down, and then you got Brooks walking in there like, all right, start the fight.
1: All right. Like, I don't as, know. As great as a fight would be, can we just get them paired in the PGA Championship?
0: Let's talk some PGA Championship be, now. I'd I love to it. For sure. Give the people what they want. PGA of America, put those two together. And Patrick Reed, let's just make it a whole thing. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> uh, put them what? all together. Uh, all right. I don't know anything about Harding Park. I'm not going to lie. I know it hosted a couple of W it, it hosted the match play. It hosted, it held the president's cup in 2009. The tiger woods would five, and zero, So that's pretty kick ass. Rory McIlroy won that match play in 2015. Seems like a pretty relatively newer type course. Uh, USGA has their courses. They like PGA championship has the courses. They like Harding park is on that list. Uh, guys again, first major since Shane Lowry won the British open in 2019, it's been over a year since major championship. I'm pumped. How excited are y'all? And then who
2: you got for this week? Yeah, it, it feels like the official return to golf, the first major back, you know? Feels like, I don't know. It's, it's, who's ever I, had this feeling before? How long has I, it been since there's been over a year since a major? A long you know? time. I, not in our lifetime. Nope. So, just- I mean, I love it. It's going to be huge. I saw something about um, last time uh, the PGA Tour was at Harding Park. John Daly barely lost to uh, Tiger Woods, so you know that had to be a while since it's it, since it's been there. Um,
0: and then John Daly blew his seven hundred fifty thousand dollars.
2: <laughs> yes, at that weekend. What a so that, that yeah that very next day. They said it within <laughs> hours. He blew seven hundred fifty k on the slot machines. On the slot machines, like what? That's unreal, incredible. But I hate to be, you know, that guy. But I feel like, you know, Brooks Kepa, Brooks Kepka, he's really kind of written the first chapter of this fairy tale, coming into shape. First major of the season, just played well the week before. I mean, it's he's just. This is gonna be a poem for us. He's just he's just writing it down. I got him winning for sure oh yeah
0: wow okay oh, yeah. sorry i'm I'm gotta be I'm paying attention. okay gotta be wow t-bone what
1: you got so, baby the first question was how i'm feeling about this week in the the first major and right. all i can think of is the michael scott you know stay calm stay calm <laughs> everybody it's happening oh my god it's happening <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can think of um but I almost feel like it's so hyped and the golf community is so ready for a great PGA championship first major with all of that. I think it's going to be something underwhelming. I think it's going to be kind of a quiet, maybe something we're not really seeing coming as a winner. And with that, I can't think of a better winner than Dustin Johnson. Just kind of low key. Under wow. the radar, it's got a fre- He'll have a fresh beard. If you saw his clean-shaved look the other day, he looked like a ghost. Uh, <laughs> it was quite concerning. Casper. But I think it's going to be kind of an under-the-radar win that we weren't really expecting because the hype is too. There's too much hype around this tournament. We need to settle down a little bit, and I don't know. So, actually, a question I want to open up to to the pod: Would you take? Brooks and JT over the field?
2: No. Not at all. No, I don't think so. You can't say that ever in golf unless it's 2000, 2005, (laughs) and you're picking Tiger Woods.
0: Okay. Yeah, I got to agree with KJ there. No, I I think, uh, Kyle, I like your Brooks pick a lot. I think that's pretty solid. If you look at the, I think it was, his last two major wins the week before he finished top 10. And even though he didn't win this week, it's another top 10 finish. And he probably, he didn't, I bet you he did not lose an ounce of sleep that night over that water shot because he just doesn't care. It's not a major championships. WGCs barely get him out of bed as is. And <laughs> like, he'll be ready. Like it shows that he, his game is trending in the right direction. Uh, yeah. do it again, I, I think he'll win, but the field's is too deep. You're telling me I got it. So if I'm taking that, I'm picking against Roy McElroy. I'm picking against Xander Shoffley. Like Xander Shoffley, another top ten finish this week. Even guys like Colin Morikawa, who's a Cali guy himself,
2: he could be poised to win this week. That's, that's a great point. I just don't think there's any way you can pick two golfers. I don't care what kind of hot streak they're on over the entire field there's too much talent there's I, I don't see there's any way you can do that
0: i mean i'm looking at the top 10 rankings right now john rom who just fell out of, no, of world number one people are sleeping on him i think like he he's up there what do you know webb simpson's number four in the world right now how did that that's the highest
2: he's ever been
0: probably gotta be and he won at olympic in 2012 so I Talk mean, about the
2: quietest number four in the world you've ever heard of. In the
0: like, <laughs> he's ranked ahead DJ, Brooks, Bryson, Adam Scott, Xander, Colin Morikawa. Adam Scott is also number nine in the world. That's really quiet, I think.
2: It, between, between the open that he won and us having his caddy on, on the pod, like, Paul I really forgot that he was still playing golf. I really <laughs> did.
0: That's uh, crazy. <laughs> Unless he was paired with Patrick Reed at the President's Cup, that's when he got reminded of him. Right, uh, so. actually, Paul sort, He wasn't on the bag this week. He had a little injury, so best wishes uh, for Paul for a quick recovery. Uh, hopefully, he'll be on the bag this week for Webb. So,
1: Scott, did you have an official pick?
0: Without I, since I don't know much about this course, man. Like there, there's not, there's nothing, there's nobody that really gets me excited. I think as a legit pick. Uh, I think uh, obviously Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka, like those are the two trending guys. Like to your point, KJ, I thought golf was officially back this week since those are two of the biggest names. They're in contention. Brooks is making bombs. JT's making bombs too. Like that was really exciting to watch. One of the first weeks since I would say colonial, that was like, man, like I'm really excited to watch golf on a Sunday afternoon. Um, that being said, I think I want to go Xander Shoffley. Good pick. That's my official pick. Yeah, you know, in turn, I don't, if I'm, he's eighteen to one right now, so he's the sixth best pick. I just, I love his game, man. I think he's got enough wins, and he's playing obviously pretty well.
2: That I think he'll, he'll make some noise. I'd love to see Berger win one, though. I'll be honest with you, I really would. I feel like if he's going to it might be the time just he's been so consistent you know the, the you know weeks coming in coming out he's been up there in the top 10 i I don't think I've ever been able to say Daniel Berger has a chance to win this major but <laughs> I think that's the first time I can say it and I, I hope that's not the jinx because I would love to see him do it can you imagine him and Brooks walking down 18 final day both Matt Charles in both hitting bombs off the tee. Yeah. That'd Great TV way better than him and DJ and both just walking down the freeway. Uh, yeah. So, uh. <laughs> so one that just came to me.
1: So who, who do you like more in this week? If you got a pick between the big cat and Mr. Spieth,
0: I did want to talk a little bit tiger. Uh, he's already there. While everybody else is grinding it out on the WGC, he's there. Uh, practicing. I don't like Tiger this week. I think Jordan has a little bit better chance to finish higher. I know that's kind of blasphemous to say, I think, but I don't like the fact that it's a, he didn't play well at Memorial and San Francisco tends to have a little bit colder weather and that doesn't do well for the back. So that's why I would say Jordan.
2: Yeah, that, and well, you got to throw it in there. Tigers won at this golf course before. Spieth hasn't, you know. So it's obviously not a golf course that doesn't fit his eye. It doesn't matter what area you're in. If you win on the PGA Tour, that course, something you like about it, right? So, sure. yeah, it's kind of hard to tell, but definitely the momentum going into this week, I'd go with Spieth. Interesting. You know, you know, uh, Spieth can can
0: Complete the career Grand Slam this week. Wow, the PGA Championship—that's the only one he doesn't have.
1: What? What would be your res- if if Spieth wins this week? Are you still sticking sh- by JT? I'm going, I'm going shrinking through the
0: quad. I'm going streaking through the quad if he <laughs> wins this week, man. I will be so excited. I'll go shrinking down Hearthstone. Coming up, I'll go over the bridge and down the like.
2: Oh, yeah, right. Come we on. We did the bridges too. We just JJ, set it down. <laughs> KJ did that last week. Disciplinary notice, be like, hey, the good guy out of your group, one you usually don't have to worry about is streaking across the new bridge. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, man. I, w- I would totally do it. Like, because Jordan's last win was the British Open in 2017. So he has gone three years without winning a golf tournament, period. JT, who we think I would say this year he's probably had an average year, He's already won three times. Like, come on. Uh, yeah, I do. I, if Spieth wins this week, then I still stand by my Justin Thomas comment, but it will be really hard to stand by it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because Jordan Spieth, that would put him in a four-major category. That's just – I know every major win just takes it that much higher up the food chain and that much to the next level. Yep. So I got one more question, I think,
1: for the pod, and it it pains me to ask it. Oh no! But does does Richard Flower even tee it up this week? Do you just take a week? I mean,
2: what it oh, does he God. have any shot? That's, I mean, he, go ahead. He looked pretty good, you know. He was right there. I I think he was at ten under. Um, I think he was to eleven, maybe. And then I went and grabbed a beer, and I never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's typical Richard Flower Sunday golf. Hey, we're – oh, did he even play this <laughs> week? <laughs> Is it time uh, yeah. to take back the nickname
0: Big Dick Rick? I don't know. I don't it, know. Man, when I saw him way. up there on Saturday and Sunday, I wanted to believe for about five minutes. I wanted to believe, and then he disappeared. It played so good this week.
1: And, uh, yeah, trebling finished the round on Sunday. I
0: think we forgot that Ben Nunan and Brendan Todd, right? They were the the final pairing? I don't even – I forgot already. I lost my sheet. (laughs) Full leaderboard.
1: I don't know. I think the excitement of this week is just – I love playing out all the scenarios of who can win this week. I'm so excited. For major, and so curious to see who it's going to be. If Brooks can win a PGA Championship three years in a row, I that's that's
0: unbelievable. The What's a bigger matrix. deal, him winning three PGA Championships in a row or George Spieth completing the career Grand Slam? Uh,
2: the career, career Grand Slam, no
0: doubt. I think if he wins,
1: I don't think if – I don't know because – People will complete career Grand Slams throughout golf. Will people win a major three years in a row? I don't think that'll ever happen again. The same major three years in a row? I don't think that'll
0: ever happen again if he's able to do it. Hmm. You're saying that people, uh, oh, dude, I, that's a good question because there's only been five players to complete the career Grand Slam in golf, period. Yeah, Gene Sarazen, Ben Hogan, Gary Player, Jack Nicklaus, and Tiger Woods. So Snead, Palmer, Phil, VJ. None of these guys have won the career Grand Slam.
2: That's that's the best category VJ's name has ever been in. You throw his name in there with those guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's a little skewed. Like Bobby Jones, he did the Grand Slam, but that was the the. British AM and the US AM, but so, okay. I guess you can throw in, some of the best players ever. Anyway, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't but know. But Who has won real.
1: three majors in a row? The same major three years in a row tiger. Has that been You're done? I don't even think that's did.
0: been done.
2: Yeah. I don't I know. Know.
0: If you know, send us an email. That'd be great. Or shoot us a DM on social media. Let us know. Okay, uh, who are some value picks you think? If you had to do some, we'll do some value picks and then we'll get out of here for the PGA Championship. Uh, like, I think Tony Fienow, 55 to 1, might be a pretty good pick, except the fact that he never wins. So maybe not, actually.
2: <laughs> so, hey, this is a great pick, but no fucking way. It's basically what you just said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, that's pretty much exactly what I saw. <laughs> I like Kevin Kisner, at, uh, he's at 135 to 1. I think that would be a pretty good value pick here.
2: Uh, let's see. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know to tell you it's a value pick or not because I don't know. if I don't know this course well enough. What I don't about know. Scotty
0: Scheffler. If not, I
2: mean, I mean, if it does, then throw Kisner out, even if he's a hundred to one, you know, cause he just doesn't hit that far. I don't know enough about the course. And if, if Kevin Kisner is
0: always over a hundred to one, you take it because that guy yeah. rolls the rock way too well. Uh, that I think he'll be in the mix. Um, Someone Kentucky, I kind of like—I yeah.
1: I like one of your past dark horses. He's had a few uh, low scores on Sunday, in in recent tournaments. Mister Maddie Fitzpatrick, it's thirty-five to one. Yep, he did get some coverage this week. He got some coverage. He had some good good mojo with bones a few weeks ago.
0: Who Who's not going to win? Who's the one person that? you think is not going to win Ricky Fowler. Yeah. That's, that's too easy. Come on, that's give me a better one. <laughs> that's like, that's like picking Tony Finau. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Unfortunately, I, think, I, think, I just,
0: I think Bryson's not going to win.
2: Yeah. He's got so much, he's got such a negative aura around him right now. He's a sucker, you, know, you look back three weeks ago, like it was the rest of the PGA tour and Bryson. And now it's just, like, don't even talk about it much unless it's us talking shit about how he disrespects, like, rules officials. You know? Yep. Uh, Yeah, I I don't don't know.
1: I don't think Tiger's going to win. I I agree completely with what you say about the colder weather, stiff back, hasn't played much. I don't think Tiger's going to win. A a dark horse that I could just would – I mean, man, would this suck. Don't say it. reed's holding up oh, the water maker I mean, I'm I'm my God. Say that. It, it makes sense for 2020 we wait a over a year for a major and you have patrick reed holding up the water maker it <laughs> makes
0: sense is the Wanamaker the best trophy in golf uh I, I, it's got to be right
1: i don't know something about the claret jug actually being able to drink out of it is probably better Okay. In my opinion. I think the PGA's. You know, it's the fifth major, anyways.
0: So, hottest take ever. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna get out of here. We hope everybody enjoys the first major of the week.
2: The, and the year?
0: year, first major of the year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit. That'd be one it's time to get out season.
2: of here. One to week. It's really Happy time to Monday, get
0: out of here. Everybody. <laughs> everybody enjoys their Tuesday. I don't know when this is gonna be released. Hopefully sooner rather than later. So uh hopefully enjoyed our Brooks JT talk as well as our PGA championship preview. We appreciate everybody tuning in. KJ T-Bone, any other parting thoughts?
2: Good. Can't wait to see it. I'm excited.
0: Alpha's back, baby. Yes, sir. Boom, before you we leave. And for you to go out and take on the world, follow us on social media at 300 part pod. That is the number three, 300 part pod, Twitter, and Instagram, subscribe rate, and review to the podcast. Give us that five stars, write us that review. We'll give you the shout out on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, if you write that review, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're still here, we appreciate you sticking with us. Comment below on what you thought of the tournament this week. And then comment below on who you think is going to win this week for the PGA championship. I got Xander. KJ's going Brooks. T-Bone, you have one more time? DJ. Wow. Hot tip. Yeah. Paulina's husband. He's better than <laughs> I oh man. We appreciate y'all sticking with us for Scott, KJ, and T-Bone. And remember.
2: Little White Ball is life.